Welcome to Retirement 360 with Alan Mercurio, president and founder of Mercurio Wealth Advisors. How would you like to model your retirement plan after a thousand successful retirees that have gone before you? Let's get started building your game plan for retirement with the man known as Louisville's retirement coach, Alan Mercurio. Welcome once again to the weekend. Welcome to Retirement 360. Glad you're here. Glad you're thinking about the future, your money, your 401k, your Roth, your pension, Social Security, all that stuff that's off there in the future. But you thinking about it right now, that's a really good thing. And that's what this show is about, is getting all this stuff in place, in line, and really starting to think about it. So we're going to dive into that in just a second here. And Alan Mercurio from Mercurio Wealth Advisors is here to kind of guide us through. Alan, how are you doing today? I'm great. Randy, how are you? How's your weekend going? Real good, real good. I've decided I know exactly how I'm going to make lots of people call today. How's that? So I, instead of the Retirement 360 scorecard, we're going to call it the Pumpkin Spice Retirement Plan. Because <laughs> everybody loves everybody. pumpkin spice. <laughs> Man, my wife would be all over that. That is awesome. Oh, I like that. I, it's this time of year. Everything has got, uh, there's pumpkin spice donuts, there's coffee, I, there's everything. Oh. I think McDonald's has a pumpkin spice Big Mac now. Too. I don't know. <laughs> It's the truth. It's, it's, oh, it's my weird. God. It is that time of year. That is for sure. But it also apparently is the time of year when we start getting into the fall and markets get a little wonky is when they start talking about recession. And boy, we have heard a lot of that. This is just a little clip of what you've heard on the financial networks. How close to a recession are we? See a recession. Possible looming recession. Probability of recession. An impending U.S. recession. Spreading recession. Recession by the end of the... Ellen, it's recession of... Oh. Oh it is recession obsession. That's exactly right. Holy cow. Well, I mean, do people come in worried about this or are we getting callers that say, this is the reason I'm calling. I'm worried about this market. We're going to pull back. The economy is going to change. Are you hearing stuff like that? You know, I, I think we do hear quite a bit of that because of that type of news media yeah. and, and the coverage out there. I mean, when we hear it so many times, it, it almost becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy. It's going to, they keep on talking about it and everything. And I, I think the first thing that most of us need to realize is that how this all started in the first place. And I don't want to get into a big drawn out discussion about how this works, but you probably heard about a month and a half ago, I guess it was now, that the two-year yield on short-term treasuries became higher than the 10-year yield on long-term treasuries. So that means you can get a better interest rate for putting your money away for two years than you can for 10 years. And that makes no sense. It makes no sense. Usually you get a premium for letting your money set for a little bit longer, right? right? So if you buy the 10-year, you're going to get a little bit higher rate of return. But but back in, you know, like I said, a month and a half ago or so, that two-year crossed over and the 10-year fell below that. So in the past, what that has meant is that that usually signals a recession is on the horizon. It's a very forward-leading indicator. So it's something that when that's happened in the past, it can be anywhere from you know a year to two years down the road before this actually happens. But the good thing to think about here, or at least to recognize, is that it has signaled recessions in the past. In fact, by according to Fidelity, that yield curve inversion, which is what they call that, has preceded the last seven recessions. Okay. So it does make sense to pay attention to it. It does make sense that we are at least listening to and looking at what needs to be done. And I think it's especially important for our audience that is primarily people that are already retired or getting closer to retirement. You know, if you're getting ready to retire and you're in the the third quarter, late deep in the third quarter, you want to make sure that you're not taking too many chances to possibly lose the game here. So we want to make sure that we're paying attention. So the thing that I would say is that this is not necessarily negative talk. It's not something that is completely outlandish or anything like that. It could potentially be something that we need to consider. But I think there's some steps that you could take to prevent this or at least make it easier for yourself. And I think the thing that and we were talking about this off air is that what what I think most people really look at when you're looking at either buying something in your life or adding something to your life or whatever is it how's this going to improve my situation personally how do i how do i change my personal situation a key point here folks is we don't have to have another 2008 for it to affect your retirement life 
I mean, it doesn't have to drop. The market doesn't have to drop 38% like it did in 2008. It right. could cause you some issues. So like I said, three or four easy steps. And I think that that would be something that we talk about is how to do that. Well, one of the things you know you hear, the bigger they are, the harder they fall. So the higher we go on the Dow, the deeper the plunge. Uh, we've been The average bull market goes for three years. We've been going along for 10. What could possibly mm-hmm. go wrong? You know, so right. I mean, right. all of this is in your head right now. And so everybody gets a little bit scared. And this is where people start pulling back and they start going to cash and and this is you know management of your money is as important as anything is it's the same thing as accumulating money you've been going out there you've been packing the money away now how do you protect it and i think this is one of those times when people are kind of open to this discussion aren't they it is and i think it's so important to realize is that in retirement we don't want the market to dictate our lifestyle we don't want the whims of the market because it does. It goes up for a long period of time like it has this last time, and then all of a sudden we have a, a fall off. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, if you've gotten used to it, kind of got lulled to sleep because hey, this thing's been cooking for the last 10 years, I think it's going to continue going forever, right? And it's never going to change. Well, that's when it usually does. So the thing is, is you don't want your whole retirement lifestyle to be predicated on what the market does every year. So here's the couple steps I think that I would take and I th- encourage our listeners to take. You know, just to make sure that if this recession that everybody's talking about does come to fruition, how do we protect ourselves or how do we make sure that we're in a good spot? So step number one is really just protecting your income base. You hear us talk about income all the time on the show. In my opinion, income is what that's what defines your lifestyle in retirement, how much income you're actually driving into your house or have the ability to drive into your house is what defines your lifestyle in retirement. What's what defined my lifestyle during working years? Why wouldn't it define my lifestyle in retirement, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So how do you protect that income base? Well, if you're currently pulling money out of your investments for income or you plan to take money out of your investments for income in the future, then you need to make sure that those assets are protected in some way so that you either scale back the risk that you have there. Maybe you you know use some type of a like an annuity product or something like that to protect that asset so that it's not going anywhere. But somehow you've got to put a fence around that so you're not going to lose that asset if the market drops. That's the first thing. Protect the base, whatever's creating that income for you. Step number two is really knowing your risk. I talk about this every week. I feel like a preacher on Sunday morning just kind of you know, beating the pulpit saying, hey, you got to know what your risk is. You got to know what your risk is. You have to know what your risk is right now because there's just no ifs, ands, or buts about it. You need to know where you stand. If the market drops by 20% or 30%, what's that do to your investments? How does that affect your investment base? And then how does that potentially affect the income that you can pull out of that base? Well, Alan, if you put a number with that, I mean, I I always think that that's a good thing. And we always use a million dollars. Not everybody's got a million dollars, but, you know, if you had a million dollars and the market goes up, by 30%, you have $1.3 million. Would -hmm. that really, really change your life? And I don't know that it would. I think that if somebody made an extra $300,000 on their 1 million, they would say, great, I feel a little better about the future. But if it went the other way, and it went down to $700,000, would that affect your lifestyle? And I would say definitely, because now you have less money to work with. Now you're cutting back. Now you're saying, I'm not going to go on that cruise. I'm going to wait till the market comes back. I'm not going to take the family on vacation and go to Disney World. I'm going to do something smaller. Now that's affecting your lifestyle. And that's all about knowing your risk, like what you say. Exactly. And I I think it's very smart. Put the numbers to it, just like you said, because that's that's where you're really going to see, does it affect your lifestyle? Is it going to affect it? The other thing that you got to think about there, let's take your example one step further. If you had that million Mm -hmm. and it dropped down to 700,000, how long, especially if you're pulling money out of this, how long does it take for that base to get back up to a million? So if you lose 30%, folks, it's not, you don't have to make 30% to get back. You have to make probably, and I don't know the number off the top of my head, but I think it's around 43 to 47%, something like that, to get back to that million dollar base. So now you're, you've got to take more risk to get back. And if you're withdrawing from that account, maybe it's even more than that. So are you willing to do that? Once you start down that spiral, once you start down in that valley, it gets incredibly hard to get back up to the top. So again, we want to make sure that if you're using your current resources to pull income or to create your income, you got to protect that base. So that's step number two, knowing that risk 
and then protecting that basis number one. And then step number three, this is the one that gets everybody. And actually, I'm pretty guilty of this myself. So it gets all of us, folks. It's not just you. It gets everybody. You got to take action. Mm-hmm. I mean, the best ideas and the best intentions, if you don't do something about it, then it doesn't go anywhere. I think that, you know, I always use that uh, idea of the check engine light on your dashboard. My dad always said, don't ever drive a car with the red light on in the dashboard. It pull over, get to the service station as fast as possible because you can do damage to your engine if you keep driving with the red light on. And at the same time, you know, if the red light is going on right now in your head and it says check retirement, check your 401k, check your risk. Are you doing anything about it? Are you pulling over to the side and saying, I need to get some help and I need this to be looked at right now? And I think that's kind of what we're talking about today, because if there's trouble down the road and we're not being doomsdayers or anything like that, but if there's trouble, what is your exposure to that trouble? And there's only really one way to know that, Alan, and that's to run your numbers. Yeah, and you have to take action, run those numbers, and you don't want to be the guy that takes the black tape and puts it over the red light. Yeah, so this, <laughs> exactly. this, is, this yeah. is important. So, so here's what we can do. So this is something that I wanted to talk about today and just close out this segment with. And last week, you all that listened, you probably realized I made a couple special offers last week. And I wanted to do that again this week because if you're in a situation where you feel like that this recession is something that they're talking about is something that's going to affect you or you don't know how it's going to affect you, I want to be able to give you some information so you can make some decisions. So here's the offer today. If you want to be one of the next seven callers, I'm going to open up it to seven. I'm only going to take seven callers on this particular offer today. What we're going to do is we're going to actually open up the gates to a lot of different reports that we can do. Now, everybody's welcome to call in and go through our retirement scorecard process. That's open to everybody, so you feel free to call for that. But for the first seven callers right now, this is what extra you're going to get. We're going to show you how the sequence of returns matters. So if, if your rates of return vary from year to year, we're going to show you how that matters and how that can affect your account, especially if you're drawing money out of your account for income while the market's going down. We want to see how that's going to affect your income going forward and how it affects your total account. We'll also break out what most of the successful investors are doing right now in these uncertain times and and really how they're protecting those accounts and making sure that they're protecting that base. The next thing we'll do is we'll include one of these tax maps. The tax maps are really important because they're going to show you how to take advantage of the current tax laws and how maybe going forward, how those future tax laws may affect your income and what you want to do on there. So again, right now, it's a little bit of a special offer for the first seven callers. You'll go in, you'll go through some discovery process with our advisors, and then we'll provide these reports absolutely free of cost. 253-9366 is our number. Be one of the first seven people to give us a call. I would say that this is pretty much all about protecting your money. It's pretty common for somebody to come in and say, this is what I've done. I don't want to lose it. And if you feel that way, give us a call and let's put you through this process right now. Let's run some reports for you and find out really where you're vulnerable. Is your money vulnerable? How far does it go down? Does it go down with the market? Does it go down more than the market? Are you? Do you have some money that's outside the market that is not affected? Let's find out this information because it's really very important to you if we face, certainly, another downturn in the market or a recession like everybody's talking about. 253-9366 is our number. Don't let the market dictate your lifestyle in retirement. Let's get your numbers. 253-9366. Be one of the first seven callers. We'll be right back with more Retirement 360. What's the most outrageous fee you've ever heard of? Did you hear about the hospital that charged a new dad 40 bucks to hold his newborn baby? How about all those fees you pay when you buy a concert ticket? Now, as outrageous as those are, my vote goes to the fees you're paying some big company to manage your retirement account. Wait, you didn't know about that one? One study estimates the typical American worker will pay more than $138,000 in 401k fees by the time they retire. Pretty outrageous, huh? But the good news is... There is something you can do about it. Call Louisville's retirement coach, Alan Mercurio. Ask for a complimentary Retirement 360 game plan. In addition to a fee analysis, the game plan includes a retirement income analysis, tax analysis, and a will and trust review. Just call 253 253- 
800-242-9366. Tell them you want their free Retirement 360 game plan. And you heard about it on the radio. That's 253-9366 or online at louisvillesretirementcoach.com. And welcome back to Retirement 360 with Alan Mercurio. Online, you can find us at Louisville's Retirement Coach. Dot com. This is going to hurt to say this, but this is this week is the 50th anniversary, 1969, of Crosby, Stills, Nash and Young, and the Suite for Judy Blue Eyes. God. <laughs> Back when I was a, before I got on a radio and I was a request operator at the radio station as a teenager, I used to uh, hear people say, hey, play me the doo-doo song. And I go, what's the doo-doo song? And they go, doo-doo-doo-doo-doo-doo-doo-doo-doo. I was like, okay, I got you now. All right, yeah, stop with this. All right, so, you know, when you sit down and build a financial plan and you look at somebody say, here's how your money will look at age 85, 90, 95, and 100. Some people will look at you and go, what are you doing? I'm not going to live that long. Well, here's a new study from the Society of Actuaries that says, guys, if you're in your 50s, here's a whole group of guys in your 50s. You're listening to us right now. One third of you will live to age 90. And for women, half of you will live to age 90. So, you know, the possibilities are getting more and more that you're going to make that 90 mark and maybe even more. Alan, we need to have a plan that lasts at least that long, don't we? We absolutely do. I mean, I ask that question almost in every workshop that we do is how many people know somebody that's 90 or, or older. And it used to be I get two or three hands raised and now I get half the room raise their hands. And, you know, I had this discussion actually with a CPA friend of mine just this last week. And she said, you know, Alan, why do you all do plans to age 95? And I said, you know, that's a really good question, but the stats that you just read off, Randy, are the reason we do it. Mm-hmm. And, it and I relate a lot of our stories and all of our analogies to sports a lot of times. And it's it's like, you know, does Bill Belichick plan a game to go to the halftime or the third quarter no. and then say, okay, I'm going to put the second string in and see what happens? Mm-hmm. No, he doesn't do that. He plans for the whole game. Right. You know, just a week or so ago, Michigan played Rutgers, and I think Michigan blew Rutgers out like 52 to nothing or something like that. Right. You know, the Rutgers coach didn't stop coaching. He was still coaching throughout the whole game, trying to get his guys rallied. And and the Michigan coach, he didn't stop coaching either. He was just right. you know, keeping it going. Yeah. So the whole thing, folks, is you got to keep – you got to plan for the – the worst and hope for the best, I guess, is the way you look for it, is that if I make it to age 95, I want to make sure I've still got some money left. Mm-hmm. I don't want it to fall out. I had a quick story that, you know, a few years ago, one of the saddest meetings I ever had was with an 84-year-old lady that came to one of our workshops, and she came into a meeting afterwards, and she had a total of $23,000 left at 84 years old in Social Security, and that's what she had left. Mm. And there was really nothing that we could do. She had plenty of life left in her, but she just didn't have enough money left. to. She was looking at just going on Social or you know, using her Social Security was all she was going to have left. So you don't want to be that person. That's why we planned age 95. Well, I think, too, that the plans that you do and the scenarios that you run, you talk about running up to a 1,000 different scenarios, mm-hmm. your money may last age 95 but now let's put it to the test what if taxes went up 10 percent? what does that do to you and then you find oh, out yeah. oh my gosh i'm down to social security at age 85 or if inflation went up just one more percent what does that do to your money i think that's really valuable information to know alan yeah you got to put all of those factors in there and that's and 95 is the age that we're looking at right now but i mean if you look at mortality charts and even the U.S. government's own required minimum distribution charts on your IRA goes up to 115 now. Wow. So I mean, <laughs> I mean, you got to think about this, folks. I mean, you've got you might know somebody that's 100 years old. You might have somebody yeah. in your family that's 100 years old. So let's not shortcut this thing. If you're going to the trouble of putting together a plan, which we hope everybody does, you want to make sure that it's a valid plan. Well, I bring that story up because of this next story here, and this is a study that the folks at GoBankingRates.com did. They did an interesting exercise. They said if you were age 65 and you lived to age 100, how much money would you need? And they looked at that for every single state. And they based it on the cost of groceries, housing, utilities, transportation, health care, and a couple other miscellaneous costs. In the state of Kentucky, the annual cost of living, according to them, was $27,798. And so that cost over 35 years is just under a million, $972,000. So, Alan, when people come in, 
Do they regularly come in with a million dollars and that's what they have to work with? Do you think that these numbers are accurate or should they be larger? What do you see? You know, I love these studies and these articles because everybody's different. I mean, we have people that come in with a couple hundred thousand dollars and that's all they've got. That's all they've been able to save. And we have to make a plan work on that. Or we have people that come in with a couple million dollars and and that's what they've saved. And we make a plan on that. And quite frankly, I've seen people with bigger piles of money that are much less efficient with their money. And, and, you know, they have a much bigger chance of running out of money because of their lifestyle that they've created Mm -hmm. off of that. Mm -hmm. So everyone's different. I cannot sit here and say that you need $1.9 million to be successful in your retirement. I mean, regardless what that article says, but I will say that if you do the math, it's just a math problem. You have to figure out what you're spending in your lifestyle, what you want to do in retirement. I think it's really key for you to think about, what Randy said it back in the first segment. I mean, if you like to take your family on vacation or you've always thought of, I'd like to take the whole family to Disney World, that's not a cheap proposition anymore. You have to do some planning. You have to do some spending to get there. And, you know, that's something that you want to do. We want to build that into your retirement plan. All of these things that we talk about in our client meetings with our folks is, what do you want to do? How are you going to get there? Let's build a plan to make sure it happens for you. And that's what the scorecard's all about is really how do you build a, first of all, how do you know where you are? Am I on track to do any of this stuff? And that's what the scorecard that we offer every week allows you to find out because it, it really lays out for you. Are you, you know, in the groove, so to speak, or are you on track? You know, one of the other things that I think about is they probably said when, when they said groceries, housing, utilities, transportation, healthcare, and other miscellaneous costs, they're, they're thinking about expenses only here. Well, what about taxes? What about the fees that are associated with your investments? All of those things are also expenses in your retirement that a lot of people don't think of. And those numbers need to be run as well. So these lists sometimes are very incomplete. And it doesn't say anything in here about income. It just talks about expenses. So how does it all work? And I think the Retirement 360 scorecard does give you an idea. It gives you a score at the end that says how long your money will last. How well are you going to do if you do live to age 95? And Alan, why don't we go through, there's like three major bullet points of the Retirement 360 scorecard that we offered. Let's go through it. Absolutely. And and folks, also remember the scorecard process that we go through at Mercurial Wealth Advisors, it's not a guarantee that your money is going to last to a certain age or anything. But what we're doing is we're testing many you know, data points and really trying to find out. So if you've saved at least $250,000 for retirement and you care about your money, you value advice and you're concerned about the future and everything, just as we talked about in the last segment, these are some things that you can do to really find out where you are and if you're on track. Step number one is really going through a free stress test, understanding what your portfolio is going to do. If we happen to go through this recession that everybody's talking about, how is that going to affect your portfolio? How will it affect your income? All of those things are going to be included in this report. And also we do a fee analysis in this step where we actually look in your portfolio and find out what kind of fees you're paying for the advice that you're getting. Step number two is we do that income plan analysis. Where is that income going to come from? We know you're probably going to get Social Security or maybe you're part of the teacher's retirement or something like that. We know you're going to get some of that. But how are you going to supplement that or increase your income? Where is that coming from? Is it coming from reliable, sustainable sources? And then finally, we're going to do an analysis on your current investment strategy, the investment Investments that you're using right now, are they going to get you there? We use what's called our results and advanced planning, and we run a thousand different simulations on your current portfolio to kind of show you what it's done in the past. That gives us an indication of what it might do in the future and show you what the score is. Is it a 75% score that you're going to get to 95? Is it a 100% score? Maybe it's a 50% score. Let's do some work on it and find out where you are. Test your retirement. You've been working, putting together the money for all these years. You've been putting in the 401k. You've been developing an IRA. There's a Roth there. Maybe there's a pension there. You know there's Social Security there. How does it all work? Because at this point, it's all been about packing the money in. There comes a time when we're going to be taking money out to live. And that is the process that takes a strategy, takes a plan, takes a written plan. How are you doing with that? Are you on track? That's what the Retirement 360 scorecard can give you. This is not a full financial plan. What this is, is kind of dipping your toe in the water and saying, okay, here's how I'm doing. And are there any gaps there? That's really important information. Give us a call, 253-9366. Ask for the scorecard. 
253-9366. You can also find us online at louisvillesretirementcoach.com. Hit the event tab there. You'll find out where the team is going to be with a lot of educational workshops. A lot going on on the website. Check that out as well, louisvillesretirementcoach.com. We'll take a break. We'll come back and we'll talk about why it's so important to talk to your financial advisor right now before December 31st. That's next on Retirement 360. Good coach never sends his players onto the field without a game plan. And it's the same way with retirement. You need a strategy that not only points you towards your goal, but that also helps you adjust to the unexpected developments along the way. And that's what you get with a Retirement 360 game plan from Louisville's retirement coach, Alan Mercurio. Alan and his team will analyze your current retirement plan showing you the hidden fees you probably didn't even realize you're paying. They'll run an income analysis to show you how much money you'll be taking home after you retire. They also work with professionals who can review your will and your trust. It's a complete 360-degree plan for a winning retirement. Call Alan today at 253-9366 to schedule your complimentary Retirement 360 game plan. That's 253-9366 or online at louisvillesretirementcoach.com. Cause he's loving, who he's touching, he's squeezing, And welcome he's back to Retirement 360 with Alan Mercurio at Mercurio Wealth Advisors. And that song this week is 40 years old. <laughs> Love and touch. Would and you stop? Up. I know. I'm. I'm just. I'm going crazy with the anniversary thing today. It's just nuts. But uh, yeah, one of my favorite groups of all time is Journey, and uh, yours probably as well. Yeah. All right. So let's talk about this time of year. We've we've crossed over into October. We are certainly in the fourth quarter of the year now. And according to Market Watch, it says this should be the time of year when you're sitting down with your financial advisor and you're talking about end of the year planning. They say that you should pay attention to taxes at this time of year and you should also pay attention to fees. So Mm -hmm. let's talk about those two topics a little bit, because I know like, you know, throughout the entire year and last year as well in the fall, uh, when Troy was out doing his tax workshops about the Trump tax plan, uh, those were very well attended. People were very interested in how they can save money on taxes. So that's a discussion that should probably take place between now and December 31st, shouldn't it? Yeah, actually. Yeah. And this is actually a good time to mention also is Many of our followers on Facebook know that we've been doing for the last uh, about a month or month and a half, I guess, we've been doing what we call Wednesday Wisdom Facebook Live post. And it took Zach a little bit of coaxing to get me on Facebook Live and to do that. <laughs> I'm not real technology savvy, know, some savvy or okay. whatever. But All right. So he brought me into this. But last week I declared that this is something I wanted to be really intentional about. And I wanted to make sure that we declared October tax planning month. So mm-hmm. what we're doing is we're trying to encourage all of our clients to bring their tax return turns in. Let's look at them. We're not CPAs, folks, and that's not, you know, that's not the purpose here. But what we do offer is we go through some very specific software where we can look at your tax return from last year, see what you've done so far this year. We can plug in some numbers and kind of give you an idea. Is there anything that you can do in this last quarter that maybe shaves a little bit off that tax bill that you're going to pay or puts a little bit back on your side of the ledger as opposed to Uncle Sam's? But again, you hit on a really good point there, Randy, is that not only is that a key topic at this time of year, but you also need to know, kind of do a little checkup on your portfolio, on your you know team a little bit. And we get people checking up on us all the time. And I think this is very valid. What kind of fees are, are your advisors extracting from your portfolio? Or what kind of fees are you paying for the service that you're getting? And I always say that fees are typically an issue in absence of value. So if you're not getting some value for something, then obviously you don't want to be paying a high dollar for it. There's a reason why a robo-advisor can charge you 0.25% because they're not giving you anything. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're not, there's no value there. They're giving you an algorithm that will hopefully work when the markets change. So that's the trade-off. You can go the cheaper route and pay less, but you may, you're may you going to probably get less. Or you might be paying quite a bit more. Hopefully, you're getting more value for that. So if you go back to looking at the fees, it depends on what's going on in your personal relationship with your advisor. But 
typically I find that most people feel like they're paying somewhere between one to 2% in fees a year, which is a pretty hefty number that's coming out of your portfolio. Now, again, depending on what kind of service you're getting for that, it may you know be very well worth that, that you're getting enough value for that. I'd like to see that somewhere around a half a percent to 1% or something like that, if you can get to that number, but that's depending on you know what you're going to get there. But I think it's important, whatever your number is, is really dialing it down and finding out How's that affecting my lifestyle? How's it going to affect my retirement over the years to come? So you can look at a 1% fee over a course of a year. How's that affect you? But how's it affect you over the next 10 years or possibly the next 20 years? And what's that do to your portfolio? I think that's the bigger issue. There's a study that I just looked up because as you were talking there, it, it brought it to mind. And it's from the folks at NerdWallet. And so they asked people, how much do you think that over your lifetime you're going to pay in financial fees? And I mean, when you think about ATM fees, you think about fees on your checking account, you think about fees on your 401ks, your IRAs and all of that. And people just don't even have a clue. The answer that came back on average was about $2,200 over their lifetime that they would pay in fees. And they took a look at the average person, how much they pay, and they did it over a lifetime. They came up with $369,000 that you will pay over a 40-year working career in fees. And then you take a look at how much money you lose in growth by not having that money working for you. And they say it could be over a million dollars. So, I mean, it's a really important discussion to have. If you could cut back by just a little bit, you could put that in your pocket and the growth that you have over your lifetime. This is not chicken feed here, folks. This is money you should be putting in your pocket. The whole idea behind the financial plan is to really tilt it back on your side of the ledger, hopefully, and make some choices or make some decisions that it's going to you know, help you extend your life, extend your resources throughout your life. And and that's what the whole idea behind the financial plan is, is really having a, a discussion with somebody that's been doing it for a while and understanding exactly where this is going to take me and how that's going to affect you in your retirement years. So let's uh, sit down here and get an idea about what this is all about. And that's what's in the Retirement 360 scorecard is an analysis of how much you're paying in fees. When you look on, if you ever even look at that thing called a prospectus, or you look on your 401k statement and you see that associated with this fund is a 0.025 fee, well, that's probably a pretty good number. But what does that mean to you in dollars? And if if there was a place that you could put your money that would do exactly the same thing, but would cost you less, Alan, that would be a pretty good idea. What most folks don't realize, you might have 10 different mutual funds in your portfolio. Those 10 different mutual funds all have different ideas. They're all doing different things. And they're doing it for the group of people that buy into the fund. They're not doing it for you specifically. So one thing that's I think that's different from a financial planner standpoint is if we sit down with a couple, we know their story, we know what they're trying to accomplish, we know what their goals are, and we know what their resources are and what their obstacles are, we can help them move past that. We can actually help them, and again, another football analogy, move the ball downfield, so mm-hmm. to speak, and get to the goal line. That's what we're trying to do with everybody. So you're going to pay fees one way or the other, whether you use it, pay it to an advisor that's helping you get to this. And you can look at this as a Sherpa that's taking you up the mountain, a leader, somebody that's holding your hand and taking you up the mountain. Or you can pay a fee to somebody that draws you a map of the mountain and says, here's where you go. Mm. And that's the whole difference in what we look at from a planning standpoint. So give us a call and ask us for that Retirement 360 scorecard. That is part of the scorecard process. Simply to sit down and say, here's what you're paying right now in fees. Here is an idea of how we may be able to cut back on that, along with talking about income and giving you that score at the end of how long your money will last. What is the probability that your money goes to 85, 90, 95? That's great numbers and great information to get, folks. Give us a call. That's free to you. It's 253-9366. 253-9366. You can find us online at Louisville's Retirement Coach. Well, let's talk about those different kinds of accounts here for just a second, Alan, because different accounts, you think about a 401k, you think about social security, you think about an IRA, you think about a Roth, and these, some people will call them buckets of money in retirement. Which ones do you access first? And there was a conversation with Morningstar's Christine Benz, and she says, maybe you want to withdraw some of that taxable amounts first 
and then leave the withdrawals for the tax-free accounts come a little bit later. There may be years where you really need those tax-free withdrawals. Maybe you have very high RMDs, required minimum distributions, because your traditional IRA has performed really well. You need a little bit more money to live on. Taking those tax-free withdrawals can be a way that you can potentially keep yourself in a lower tax bracket. So, Alan, I think where this comes up is everybody says, leave your Social Security to as late as you possibly can. Put it out to 70. And then you look at them and say, what am I going to use for money if I retire at 65? Then that's where you say, where is the gap? How do I fill the gap? And sometimes the answer is go to the 401k first or the IRA first. Absolutely. I, you know, it drives me crazy a lot of times when people will come in and say, well, I'm holding that account until I'm 70 and a half. I don't want to take any money on my IRA until I'm 70 and a half or my 401k until I'm 70 and a half. And to me, folks, that's the money that you want to take out first. At age 70 and a half, that's when Uncle Sam is going to take over driving the bus. He's going to be in charge at 70 and a half. So he's going to tell you what you have to take out of that account. And it may be more than what you need on a yearly basis. Now you're stuck paying taxes on an amount higher than what you actually need to take out. That's what she's talking about there. Maybe that's where you take some of that tax-free money and use it to supplement your income if you have a smaller required minimum distribution. But if you have one of those big required minimum distributions, that's going to change your tax situation. Again, it kind of goes back to why I talked about October being tax planning month. It is a great time of year to really sit down and start doing some planning. Even if you're 63, 64 years old now, you've got some of this money in the 401k. How do you start changing some of that over to tax-free money? Is it possible for you to do that now? These are all things that we talk about during our tax mapping appointments that we go through. So here's a special offer. Just going to throw this in at the last minute here. I'm going to challenge all of you listeners right now to become a planner this month in October. I want you to take a commitment to do this for yourself and your family. For the next 10 callers in this segment, if you paid at least $2,000 extra in taxes last year, so last year when you filed your taxes, you had to write the government another check for $2,000 extra. I want you to come in. I want to give you a tax map. I want to show you what that means to look at your taxes in a forward-looking position and hopefully save you some money going through the end of this year. So there's no promise that I can do this, obviously. We can't promise that we're going to save you money. But by looking at it now, it's a great way to understand exactly how the tax laws work and how it could benefit you. So for the next... 10 callers in this segment. Give me a call. We'd love to give you this tax map. It's going to help you go through and define whether your taxes are in track. 253-9366 is our number. 253-9366. Give us a call and take us up on the tax mapping offer. If you had to write a check for more than $2,000, that hurts, and you don't want to do it again next year or even into retirement, and maybe that check gets even bigger, you don't want that to happen. Let's put more of that money in your pocket. I saw a pie chart not that long ago about retirees and where their expenses are in retirement. 30% of that pie chart had to do with taxes. That's amazing. That's an amazing number, and it catches a lot of people by surprise. Let's head that one off at the pass by running some numbers right now. Give us a call. Take advantage of this offer. The next 10 callers get that free tax mapping process. 253-9366. We'll be right back with more Retirement 360 coming up next. What's the most outrageous fee you've ever heard of? Did you hear about the hospital that charged a new dad 40 bucks to hold his newborn baby? How about all those fees you pay when you buy a concert ticket? Now, as outrageous as those are, my vote goes to the fees you're paying some big company to manage your retirement account. Wait, you didn't know about that one? One study estimates the typical American worker will pay more than $138,000 in 401k fees by the time they retire. Pretty outrageous, huh? But the good news is... There is something you can do about it. Call Louisville's retirement coach, Alan Mercurio. Ask for a complimentary Retirement 360 game plan. In addition to a fee analysis, the game plan includes a retirement income analysis, tax analysis, and a will and trust review. Just call 253-9366. Tell them you want their free Retirement 360 game plan. And you heard about it on the radio. That's 253-9366 or online at Louisville's Retirement Coach. Hey, 
Welcome back to Retirement 360 with Alan Mercurio. At Mercurio Wealth Advisors, it's 253-9366 to take us up on our free Retirement 360 scorecard. If you've never run your numbers, if you don't know what your retirement looks like, if you don't know what road you're on right now with your 401k and your IRA, let's figure that out together. That's a free offer to you at 253-9366. All right, Alan, we talk about found money and and that this is not, you know, somebody wins the lottery. That's such a a crazy, you know, pie in the sky kind of thing. But when we talk about inheriting money, it is very possible that somewhere along the line, your parents pass away and you sell the house and some money comes your way from that. Or they have a life insurance policy and some money comes your way. It's not going to be a fortune. But what mm-hmm. if it was one hundred and fifty, two hundred, three hundred thousand dollars? That's a sizable amount of money. And somebody mm-hmm. wrote into Market Watch and they said, "Okay, I just inherited one hundred and fifty thousand dollars from my parents. I want this to strengthen my retirement. What should I do?" I kind of like the question, Alan. Yeah. How would you yeah. answer that? That's a great question, and congratulations! We've got the one hundred and fifty. That's great. You know, it's actually kind of an easy question for me to answer. The first thing I would ask them or say is, you know, what else have you done for your retirement so far? I need to know where are you on this path? Is this the first money that you are going to be able to save or is this in addition to another 150 or 1.5 million or whatever else that you got? Mm-hmm. How's that going to affect it? And can we actually use it to build a, or strengthen your retirement plan? You know, we do an evaluation of their current investments. So when I say an evaluation, what we typically do is we look at their investments, how they're currently structured, what they've done in the past. We look at their tax return. We're going to say, uh, what kind of taxes have you paid in the past? Are there any things that you've missed? And we want to do an evaluation of that. Maybe have one of our CPAs that come in and look at that. We want to know what kind of money this is. Is it taxable money mm-hmm. that they inherited or is it tax-free money that they inherited? Maybe it's a life insurance policy, like you said, which would make it tax-free. Or maybe it's an IRA that's fully taxable. How is that going to affect them? You know, so I guess the bottom line is, is we would do what we've been doing for years is we would build a plan. We would start to see where their plan is or start to maybe find out if they already have a plan. How does it, how is this going to enhance it or strengthen it, as he said, and then really start fitting all the pieces of the puzzle together. You know, the thing is, is that this is not rocket science that we do every day, but it's also not real easy. You have to have a good understanding of how the economies work, how, you know, budgets work and and what your investments are going to do and what the fees are, as we talked about in the last segment, what the taxes rates are going to do future and where they've been in the past and kind of get an idea of what we're looking at. But I think the key thing that so many people miss on putting one of these plans together is they put it together they say, great, I got a financial plan, and then they never look at it again. Mm. Uh, I think follow-through and course correction is so important, making sure that as time goes on, as life changes, as a new grandbaby's born or somebody passes away, you're looking at how does this change my life plan and what adjustments do I need to make to stay on course? And one of the things that I think about, too, is, you know, when money comes your way, the first thing you do is you think about the thing that you need in your life or you want in your life. And if it was $150,000, Alan, would you say to them, OK, you need a new car. Let's take $20,000 out of this. Don't put it in a Roth and then need that money and then have to take it out. And then it's within five years and you can't do it. And, and mm-hmm. you got a penalty and all that kind of thing that set aside that money that you know you're going to need to spend and then Mm -hmm. put the rest of it away for your future self. If you got boat fever and you got to buy a boat, by God, buy a boat. (laughs) Just go do it, you know? Yeah, I mean, you think about that also is that, you know, having that type of a six-figure amount come to you, I mean, that comes with great temptation too. Maybe you always wanted that boat. But being a boat owner myself, I can tell you that it's not all, it's not all you know, rose, rose-colored glasses out yeah. there, folks. I mean, it comes with some expenses. So, yes, it does. So you want to make sure that if this is the only 150 that you've got, make sure that you don't go out and spend 50 of it on something that you could do without, I guess is my point. But, yeah, I think that all of that is considerations and all of that's going to be an inner working part of a good, solid retirement plan or just an investment plan in general. Send your future self some money. It's, yeah. it's to have the conversation. If you know something's coming your way, and you might, and, uh, you know, it's not something that you're going to count on. You're going to put it in stone and you're going to say, I know I'm getting this money. Things happen. But if there's something coming your way and you don't know how to deal with it and you <laughs> you say, Alan, I don't trust myself. <laughs> so two, right. two, five, three, nine, three, six, six is our number at Mercurio Wealth Advisors. All right. So speaking of money and money going out, 
there's a story on CNBC. This is Sharon Epperson. And according to a Merrill Lynch survey, they have found how much money our millennials and our kids, our adult children, are taking out of our retirement plans. I have entitled this story, Bloodsucking Kids. (laughs) (laughs) You will be shocked. Take a listen to this. $500 billion a year. That's how much parents are spending on their children when they're 18 to 34 years old. They're only putting half that amount, $250 billion a year, into their own retirement accounts. Oh, gosh. I hate to even think. I think somebody, we did a story not that long ago called The Bank of Mom and Dad. And if you were to take a look at how much money parents loan their kids, the Bank of Mom and Dad is the second biggest bank in the United States. So that's a lot of money, Alan. It's just crazy. So do you see this a lot that people are saying, well, here's my retirement, but I know I'm supporting this. I'm I'm making sure that they have money for that. Is it a common occurrence? I'm not going to say it's a super common occurrence, but it definitely does happen. And I guess I'm going to. I've got to be completely transparent here, folks, too, just because I think I was one of these people early on in my life, early on in my marriage. My wife and I, some of you know, I I was married when I was 19. My wife was 17. We're still married today. We didn't have to get married. We just were dumb kids and wanted to get married. We were in love. We were in love, and we thought love was going to solve everything, you know. And so I, I worked for my dad's company back then, which meant that, you know, dad took care of me. I mean, he made sure I had plenty of hours on the paycheck, and even if at the end of the month, if I didn't have enough money, he would help me do that, help me get through. He even helped me get my first house, made sure that, you know, whatever the bank needed to, as far as documentation, that my paycheck said that that's how much I made and all that stuff. And, you know, I know it wasn't all right and everything was, but that's what he did. Mm-hmm. And I remember this was a turning point in my life. I was probably about, I'm guessing probably 20, maybe 21 years old or something like that. Married, living in a house with my new bride and everything was great, you know, and I had to go to the bank of dad several times mm-hmm. and the bank of dad would, you know, I'd go over there and I'd say, Hey dad, I'm running short this month. Is there any way I can get a couple hundred from you or 300, $500 or whatever. And I remember very specifically on this one time I went over and sat down at the table, had my sad story, whatever it was. And dad, you know, he agreed to, he was going to front me some money again. And then he stroked me a check. And as I'm waiting for him to write the check and we're sitting at the kitchen table and he slides it across the table to me. And as I reach out to grab the check on the table, his hand comes down on mine with a big thump and stops me. And he says, I want you to look at me. And he got my attention, looked up in his eyes. He said, this is the last one. Oh, boy. (laughs) Tough love coming. Yeah, Tough love coming. You know, at that moment, I didn't realize it, but it took me several years to realize this. But at that moment, my respect for my dad probably grew a thousand percent Mm -hmm. because it taught me a lesson that I had to stand on my own two feet. And from that point on, it was not something that was going to. I wasn't going to be able to go to the bank of dad. I was going to have to figure it out on my own. And that was something that, you know, I've remembered to this day. And it's, I know it's propelled me into this, you know, success that I have today. So that's something that you have to do to help your kids. And this is something I think that is a a very specific offer I want to make to people that might be going through this too. So if you're listening to the story and you think it's kind of funny or you think it's, hey man, that's, that's me. How do I get out of this? This is what we're going to do. If you're struggling with this, if you have your own kids that just simply can't get started or having trouble getting started, I want you to take me up on this. Now, what we can do is we can help you design an exit strategy for this and help you get out of it. Let's face it, this could be actually seriously affecting your own retirement plan. Your retirement plan could be hanging in the balance here. If you're giving up too much of your money, it might be cutting your own retirement short. So we want this to stop if we can help you do this. But here's the deal. I only want serious people calling about this. If you have no intentions of following through on the advice and serving out some tough love, then don't even call. Mm -hmm. But if you do think that this is something that can help you, and I'm willing to coach you through this, then be one of the next three callers right now. And we'll actually sit down with you. We'll help you figure out a strategy to slowly let the kids off and get them back on their own. You can give me a call right now. But again, I can only take about three callers on this. And we'd love to walk you through some ideas that we have and helped other people with to get past this strategy. Now, keep in mind that Zach's been taking a lot of calls this show. So if if you get a busy signal or you get a voicemail, leave your name, number, he'll call you back and we'll get you back in on a timely manner and get you started on this. All right. It's a very important thing. It's as important for your retirement. It's important for them to grow up too. So give us a call, 253-9366. 
253-9366. You can find us online at louisvillesretirementcoach.com. Make sure you do go there today and hit the event tab. You'll find a number of dinner workshops that we have coming up. You'll find the things that Troy does educationally over at uh, the U of L Shelby campus. There's always one of those per month and uh, an opportunity for you to meet and greet with the team at Mercurial Wealth Advisors. Again, give us a call. 253-9366 is our number. If you need help with your money, with your finances, with your retirement and planning, if you don't have a financial plan for the future, let's sit down and start talking about building that for you and your family for your retirement. This is Retirement 360, and we'll see you next time. You've been listening to Retirement 360 with Alan Mercurio. To get your free Retirement 360 game plan, call now. 253-9366. That's 253-9366. Look us up today at louisvillesretirementcoach.com. By contacting us, we'll review aspects of your retirement portfolio to include suggestions on how to best utilize stocks, bonds, life insurance, annuities, and other financial products, or if changing management styles is appropriate for your specific needs and objectives. Donald Allen Mercurio and Troy Bolton are investment advisor representatives of Mercurio Wealth Advisors, a registered investment advisor. Exposure to ideas and financial vehicles discussed should not be considered investment advice or a recommendation to buy or sell any financial vehicle. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investments can fluctuate and when redeemed may be worth more or less than when originally invested. Any client experiences discussed during this show are unique to that client. They are not meant to imply or suggest you will experience the same results. Mercurial Wealth Advisors is not affiliated with nor endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency and does not provide legal or tax advice. Please consult your attorney, accountant, and or tax advisor for advice concerning your particular circumstances. Annuity guarantees rely solely on the financial strength and claims paying ability of the issuing insurance company. Insurance licensed in Kentucky and Indiana. A good coach never sends his players onto the field without a game plan. And it's the same way with retirement. You need a strategy that not only points you towards your goal, but that also helps you adjust to the unexpected developments along the way. And that's what you get with a Retirement 360 game plan from Louisville's retirement coach, Alan Mercurio. Alan and his team will analyze your current retirement plan showing you the hidden fees you probably didn't even realize you're paying. They'll run an income analysis to show you how much money you'll be taking home after you retire. They also work with professionals who can review your will and your trust. It's a complete 360-degree plan for a winning retirement. Call Alan today at 253-9366 to schedule your complimentary Retirement 360 game plan. That's 253-9366 or online at louisvillesretirementcoach.com. 